0: Hello and a very warm welcome. I will say that because it's been freezing. <laughs> a very warm welcome to another super duper, I hope, edition of Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio. How's your week been apart from chilly? Yeah, it's been like that, hasn't it? Anyway, what have we got for you? I've got I've got the ritual fire dance <laughs> from Manuel de Fire. Later, that get you warm. I think I might have something else warming up as well. Well, I hope it's all warming. Well, I hope it warms the cockles of your heart if nothing else, because. Uh, I'll put a nice little playlist together, as I would always say that I do. Stuff that I like, and I hope that you will like it as well. So what have we got for you? This is a song. Oh, I, I love this piece of music. I've never sung it. And I've sung with... I've been singing in choir since I was five. I have never sung this. But it is loud to start. But let's just go with it and join in. That's good. That is so good. I would so love to sing that piece of music. Oh, Fortuna from Carmina Barana, Of course, what else could it possibly be? Well, it could have been anything, I suppose, but that's exactly what it was. <laughs> so who was that? It was the London Philharmonic Choir and Orchestra, all under David Parry, doing a fantastic job of getting you going this evening on my show. I might as well keep it going. I, I, I don't know if you listened to my last week, Sean. I, feel, I felt I overdid it a bit. so I feel, like, I feel an apology is, is in order because there was a lot of very loud music at the front. So that is the loudest piece of music we've got tonight. But I have still got some pretty loud music coming up. But I've done it so that the, the beginning of it isn't super duper loud. The next one starts off with a bit of a kick. But after that, it all starts um, relatively low, but it does not finish loud <laughs> anyway what have you been doing this week i do feel so sorry for all those people who were flooded out of their homes dreadful dreadful rain haven't we had uh, the week before last week and then at the weekend the cold snap came in and it must just be miserable mustn't it, it must be the most miserable thing so uh, i'm just you know what can you say you just wish you could wave a good wave of one don't even make it all better but I've, I've been flooded out once and it was a pretty miserable experience i didn't realize i was being flooded i was looking out of my my bedroom window looking at this amazing this biblical rain I mean, and I mean it was biblical we're talking some years ago now and it wasn't when I was living in Sidmouth um biblical rain and I was absolutely oh my goodness look at that and I, I was so t- it was the worst rain I'd ever seen in my young life I think it was about 25 or 30 something like that watching this rain the torrential rain coming down and then when I went downstairs that the because my my kitchen floor was below the level of the ground um it's just the way it'd been built the house and um and all this rain had come in and flooded my ground floor while well, I've been watching the rain, you know, in absolute awe. Because that's what, I mean, that's what awesome actually means, isn't it? You hear kids these days all saying, oh, that's just so awesome. Now, what's awesome is when you see something like that, when when nature just gets going, that's pretty awesome. or or inspiring and yet here i was literally with my jaw you know hanging watching this amazing rain and then seeing a lot of it in in my kitchen and my lounge which was interesting anyway it's it's what it was and you you get past it don't you but you really wish you didn't have to hey ho so um i thought for those poor folks now what have we got something a bit loud and some gentlemen in uniform i always love a man in uniform (laughs) Yes, throw a kipper. The band of the Royal Marines School of Music. Who knew there was a school of music for the Royal Marines? I suppose they got to learn it somewhere. Pomp and Circumstance number five, of course, in C major. Elgar. Now, I always state that piece of music, and people say to me because I love all sorts of music and you know pop music and I love a bit of disco and what have you. But um, but when I say, when people say to me, oh classical music is so boring, well, first of all, you can't not be you know moved by that. And you've probably heard it anyway, and you know. The first time I ever heard that piece of music was standing at the terraces at Anfield watching Liverpool play. And, of course, back in the day, and they still do it now, I'm sure. You know, that, that tune was set to the words of, we hate Nottingham Forest, we hate Everton too, we hate City and United, but Liverpool, we love you. Now, you, I'm not going to sing it to you because you know how it goes. So when, I, when people say to me, well, I don't like asking music, I say, you probably, you've probably sung it. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably have so um so I always say to people yeah you, you do like it you just don't know you're listening to it so I did promise you that uh I would play something not quite so loud but I like I like the front end of the show being lively there's nothing wrong with that says she <laughs> I'm sorry if you're trying to sort of decompress but I've got lots of decompressants later not antidepressants just decompressants in the way of some gorgeous music towards the end of the show but you've got to tune in for that so you've got to stay with me the whole two hours why don't you so um but we're going to start off with the the, the front end as always a little bit lively and this is going to be uh, my starts quietly but as a big finish section so but that's okay because sometimes we just like to be slowly go into the water before we start splashing about so we're going to splash about now with luciano pavarotti <laughs> hope your other half doesn't mind Go, Pavarotti, the master of the high seas, and and Dorma, of course. He made that very popular, didn't he? Was it one of the World Cup football things? I, don't, I can't remember. It's a long time ago. The London Phil was backing him up. What a great orchestra they are. And who on earth was looking? Zubin mater? that was the guy, holding it all together. Oh, very good, very good. Now, we've, we have had Christmas, and I might sneak something in a bit later. But don't tell the boss he's not here. It's OK. <laughs> it's just you and me. Just you and me. Shh, don't say anything. But um, I quite often play bits from The Nutcracker, which, of course, is a Christmas ballet in between, you know, in between Christmases. But I'm not going to play that. I'm just I'm just um, highlighting, signposting to you, dear listener. I'm about to play a bit of Tchaikovsky, but not The Nutcracker, because you might have had enough by that. So I'm going to play. What have we got? Yeah, we've got The Rose Adagio from Sleeping Beauty. It's a bit more ballet because you can't have too much, can you? And um, again, it's one of these ones. It starts off a bit and then it just keeps going is he just like a big finish does Tchaikovsky doesn't he anyway let's see how he gets on with this one Told you, big finish. I wasn't lying. <laughs> oh dear, he does like his big finish, does old Tchaikovsky. Andre Previn, conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. So how are you keeping warm then, folks? Are you managing it? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, 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 it's a shame Gavin's not here this evening, um, because as he's always joking about, I'm always going on about the number of vests I have. And I walked in this evening, the boss went, oh my word, <laughs> he said, you see, you put weight on. I said, no, I haven't, I'm just wearing about 43 vests. <laughs> I look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. For those of you that are too young to remember the Pillsbury Doughboy, ask your nan, she'll tell you, I look like him. Or the Michelin man. Do you remember him? My granddad, a million years ago, he used to work for a tanker company, I think he worked for Texaco or Totala, one of them in a the previous life, whatever incarnation they were at the time. And he had this—he um, had this luminous key ring, this this figure on the end of a key ring, which was the Michelin man, which of course is a little man made up of tires, but white. So, um, and I—I I thought this was the most amazing thing: this luminous, um, this luminous uh, key ring with, of the of the uh, Michelin man. But anyway, either or, they're not—they're not whole different. They're not very vastly different, are the The Pillsbury Doughboy and the Michelin man, either which way. I look like that. So being only five foot one, if you put on several vests, you do look a bit round. And of course, any, any short person will tell you, you know, even if you put on half a pound, it looks like a stone. <laughs> so the back goes, oh, you're all right. Put some weight on. No, I'm just wrapped up warm. So uh, anyway, I hope you are warm and to keep us all warm. I did promise you this piece before. So here it is. The London Promenade Orchestra. Manuel well Defier's Ritual Fire Dance. And this will warm me eh, eh, Now, I'll say it again Eric Hammerstein. Excuse my uh, slip up there. Eric Hammerstein is going to get us all going. Told you, told you it was going to be loud at the end. <laughs> and it should keep you, keep you warm, that, the ritual fire dance. I hope you were warm. I hope you were cosy. Here's something else that'll keep you warm, the fiery planet. Now, for those who have been listening recently, you know, I've I confessed one of my guilty pleasures is a bit of astrology. And so um, we've got something coming up now, which is Mars, the bringer of war, which is the fiery planet that'll keep you warm and um and you have to you know have a think about what mars does when it turns up anywhere in your your astrology chart it will generally bring energy if it's going backwards it might mean you don't don't feel like you've got any energy going but we don't have a mars retrograde for a long time not until the end of the year next year december the 6th until february 25th next year so we've got plenty of time so this year should be one full of energy for you because mars is going forward so you can just Pick up all the energy that it's got and just put it into whatever you want. So it should be quite a positive year from that point of view. So Mars, the bringer of war, the bringer of energy, the bringer of fire, especially when you're cold, which we'll do now. So we've got the London Symphony Orchestra now with this great piece of music by Holst, the Malcolm Sargent conducting. like what it is doesn't it ominous the bringer of war there Mars from holst's planet suite just a bit of drama for you this thursday evening and it's not always drama you know we, have, we, have, we do have a bit of romance from time to time and other things like that of, of which more later but it's not just me you know you can listen to some of the fantastic um presenters got uh, the lovely april doing a high dance energy show on a friday night and um Anthony with this jazz show on a Wednesday. We've got our storyteller. We've got all sorts. We've got, uh, oh, we've got everything. Go and have a look. Go and have a look because you, you had to click on the website to find me. And while you're there, why don't you click on the donate button? Because every single one of the presenters, including the wonderful Gavin who does six shows a week, can you believe, um, we don't get paid for doing it. <laughs> We love it. We just love coming up and playing whatever music we like and, you know, just cracking on. So while you're there to keep the station afloat and going and so that you can listen to your local presenters, the ones that you love and adore, of course, then just click on the donate button and, uh, you know, throw a few quid. And uh, if you're going to give us money, make sure you fold it first. (laughs) As I always used to say to my mum, if you're going to give me some pocket money, make sure you fold it first. She never did. It was always coins. Never mind. That was uh, many, many years ago. So uh, what have we got now? I've got something else. Oh yeah, Marla. Yeah, let's have some Marla. I think that's a great piece of music isn't it Marla. symphony number no. one in d second movement because you think halfway through that that's the end because there's like this big rousing you know crescendo and then it just ebbs and flows a bit and then it comes back with that big rousing bit at the end and i like a bit of movement and me music so there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. do you fancy a haircut yeah of course you do let's go and have a chat with the barbara of seville The master of the overture, he wrote so many, didn't he? That was the Barber of Seville, and uh, James Levine was conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. And we haven't had our Holy Trinity yet, and uh, we're nearly half through the show. And you're thinking, "Where's Beethoven?" He's towards the end. Funny enough, normally uh, you get Beethoven quite early on with the Holy Trinity. I can assure you, dear listener, in case you're thinking that you've tuned into the wrong show, that the Holy Trinity will be coming, but not just yet. Got a bit of opera now and uh, it's not necessarily my favourite but we've just had Nessun Dorma haven't we with um, Pavarotti so I've actually managed to squeeze in a couple of um, a couple of opera pieces this evening so this is from Rigoletto it's La Donna Immobile and it's the lovely Andrea Bocelli going to sing it for us and um, of course La Donna Immobile Immobile means women are fickle and of course we are but we would say gentlemen we just change our mind when we get further information (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll just get on with it. I don't want to get into any sort of, you know, any sort of arguments, girls, boys, and all that sort of thing. Shall we just move on? Let's do that.
1: La donna è mobile qual più mal vento, muta da cento e di pensiero. Sempre un amabile, leggiadro viso, in e riso e menzognero. La donna è mobile qual più mal vento, muta da Finger. 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 Le confida i il cuore. or may sente, felice, pieno. Chi be alone. I'll be alone, I'll Pensier.
0: I don't know how he gets that note, because <laughs> he's a tenor, isn't he, Andrea Bocelli, and so am I. I sing tenor, as you know, in the local Choral Society, if, you've, uh, if you're a regular listener. I'm always waxing lyrical about that, of which a bit more in a second, or not this next tune, but the one after. Um, I'll get to it in a minute. Where sports are saying? Yes, tenor. How does he hit that note? <laughs> oh, dear dear, 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 dear. He's very good. Backed up there by the Israel Philharmonic Orchestra under Zubin Mehta got something English. Now, Paul Daniel is going to be conducting the English Northern Philharmonic Orchestra. No, not Paul Daniel's, no, not the magician, but Paul Daniel, who works some wonderful magic anyway, with Walton's crown imperial. Time to be gliding along, get your ermine out, put your crown on your head and pretend to be royalty. Why not? just wonderful if you've never even if you've never heard that before if you were hearing that for the first time you would know wouldn't you you would know that it was something for royalty you know and I don't know what your view is on royalty generally I just think uh I think the spectacle of, when I watched the coronation this year, I just thought it was just the most amazing spectacle. I thought it was wonderful. And even if you didn't like the idea, even if you're a Republican, you can't you can't take away the the pomp and circumstance. And we had that before, didn't we, with Elgar with, uh, as well. I just think it's just the most amazing thing. And I think we lose something. And we've got some fantastic heritage in this country, don't we? And um, I think you lose something of your country if you lose uh, that sort of central head of state with all the the ermine and the crown and everything i just think maybe i'm old i'm old whatever so i just you, you couldn't put that pomp and circumstance around i don't know name any president you know macron from france he's i'm sure he's very nice but you couldn't stick a crown on his head could you and throw a cloak round him and make him look good <laughs> not as good as charles i'm just being a bit daft but you know what i mean i just think the whole the whole Uh, there's a a magic around it isn't there the whole thing it's just just wonderful anyway I shall stop waffling about uh, royalty not that I am a person of royalty I'm nowhere near it but it doesn't mean you can't like it and I thought the late queen did a marvellous job 70 years good grief 70 years on the throne my word you couldn't pay me enough to do that (laughs) 70 days, no, 70 minutes, not a chance. 70 seconds, maybe. But I don't know how anyone can live that life. It's not great, is it? Anyway, I'm sure they, they, they're they used to it. Moving swiftly on. So the, here's a piece of music. Now, we sang this some time ago. And I've said many a time on this on the show is that uh, the, the human voice, unaccompanied, is quite possibly one of my very, very favourite things. And I think I've got another choral piece in a minute, but it's it's got the full orchestra and everything behind it. But here is a lovely little song by, it's only 90 Seconds, and it's by Gerald Finzi. And uh, it's just so lovely. It's called My Spirit Sang All Day. And have you ever had one of those days where you get out of bed and, you know, you feel great. You know, you've had a good night's sleep and you think, wow, this is, you know, it feels, it feels great. And then you just have, like, the best day. <laughs> and, um, and it's just one of those days. I mean, sometimes the best day you can have is when nothing goes wrong. But sometimes just everything seems to sort of click into place. Have you ever had one of those days? I mean, they aren't they aren't as often as you would like, but you know, there's quite often a day where you think, "Yeah, I've had a really good day." And this song just encapsulates all of it. It was actually written for um, Finzi's wife, and throughout the song, uh, you hear "Oh my joy," and this is what's going on. And her name was Joy, so he wrote this for his wife, and he must have loved her very much because it's such a, an uplifting song. And I hope she felt made him feel that way because this song just makes me feel very uplifted and and when i i can sing along with it now because i've sung it before um but even if you've never sung it in your life you could sort of join in within the first sort of half a minute because it's just got that refrain about the oh my joy going on in it anyway um do have a listen and even if you're not feeling great i hope this gives you a little boost joyous, isn't it? And uh, that's attributed to Mark Griffiths, but I'm sure he didn't sing it all by himself. <laughs> so maybe the Mark Griffiths ensemble or choir or his best mates, I don't know. But I think that's such a lovely, uplifting piece of music, as is this actually. And I um, you might have heard me mention on my show uh that I have my little playlist and I add it add, add to it all the time because I'm always sifting through music and thinking oh that'll be on the playlist I'll stick that on and the listener will like that and I'll stick that on the playlist and all the rest of it which is why sometimes you get weird things like um when my son was home for christmas he got me listening to a piece of music that's part of um computer game and some amazing music written for those I haven't got any tonight but um and so I added it to the playlist and so this is how and then every now and again um and I I date things as I as I put them in the show and because I only do one show a week so it's only two hours a week so it's not an awful lot of time to to play all the music that I really like and some of it's too long anyway because you don't want to be listening for half an hour do you anyway let me get back to what was the same so but there are certain pieces of music that um as soon as they come up on my um playlist as it as in you know I've, I've played them some months ago and then i just sort of wipe out the, that particular week so uh if it arrives back in if it falls back into the general pot it immediately goes back out again and, <laughs> and played and this is one and i just think this is a great piece of music it's um violin isn't my favourite as I've I've mentioned once or twice and then I always make myself out to be a liar because then I'll play a great piece of violin music and say oh wasn't that beautiful anyway this is a piece of violin music but it's also as well as the sort of regular way that people play violins it's also got some pizzicato in there which is one of my favourite ways I just love the pizzicato sound of a violin and Angèle Dubot and her ensemble La Pieta are going to play a piece of music from Dompierre called Les Beautés du Diable, The Devil's Beauties. just great, isn't it? I think that's just a lovely piece of music. And that the devil's beauty is la beauté du diable. Now that's, I always say this, let me bore you with it again. And if you're a new listener, obviously you won't be bored because it'll be the first time you've heard it. <laughs> the beauties of the devil, which is what it says. Now, does that mean that the devil has beautiful attributes himself? Or is it that we're we talking to a beauty as in a, a lovely woman or whatever? And uh, there's a good question there, isn't it? So I don't know. I've, I don't understand it. But I, And Don Pierre. Shall we ask him? I'm not sure if he's still alive. Probably not. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, this is more opera, but when, you're not going to hear any singing on this bit. It's only a short piece, but it's quite good. Um, Bizet. Yes, him. I'm um, quite possibly, I think this is the, the most played, most popular opera um That's generally in the repertoire for whoever it is that's doing the opera thing. Carmen, of course. And this is the habanera from that. And as I say, only only a couple of minutes. Bernard Jarvis was conducting the Metropolitan Philharmonic Orchestra. For you, nice bit of Bizet. Okay, I give up. We are now going to have a <laughs> more than an hour and a bit through the show. We're going to have our first Holy Trinity member. And it's um, it's Mozart. And he doesn't normally come first, but um, I've got fairly quiet pieces from all three of our Holy Trinity members this evening. And this is quite possible. I think it's the longest piece on the show tonight. I think eight minutes and 17 seconds of Mozart's clarinet concerto in And it's the third movement. Mm-hmm. Brian were there on the clarinet, doing a great job, wasn't he? Sir Colin Davis conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. Love a bit of Mozart. And I know you do as well, which is why he gets in the show nearly every week. <laughs> I think sometimes I don't let him in at Christmas, but that's okay. I sometimes let his dad in, though. His dad wrote a lovely sleigh ride tune, didn't he? I'm pretty sure I played dad's sleigh ride at Christmas. Never mind. Here we go. Um, oh, we've got, our, we've got the wonderful Debbie Wiseman now. Wonderful composer. And she did some music, didn't she, for the coronation? I'm pretty sure she did. Anyway, here's her lovely... She did this glorious garden album, didn't she, a few years ago. And um, Alan Titchmarch, he of the uh, gardener extraordinaire and friend of everybody, uh, he wrote some poetry to go with it. And this is Myrtle from that. And Debbie herself is conducting the National Symphony Orchestra as opposed to the London Symphony Orchestra, which was the previous piece. Take it everywhere. just a lovely piece of music uh kennedy sante was playing the violin there now it's i don't know about you i'm trying to get out in the garden i haven't got much of a garden i've got i've got a lovely courtyard at the back i've got uh, lots of pots but i've got a little bed at the front and my lovely friend vera some months ago now i think it's halfway through november gave me some agapanthus to put in there and i have not been home at because i've worked during the week and of course it being winter it's dark when you get home isn't it I have not had a day at the weekend where I can get out and put those agapanthus in the bed because it's either been raining or I might have been somewhere else over the weekend or something. But honestly, it's just been such dreadful weather. And so those poor agapanthus, they are still alive, remarkably. And um, and I, sh- I shall put them in once I can get out there when it's not raining. But of course, it's going to be its pretty chilly out there. My goodness, what the, the ground's going to be like. And I have not. And to my shame, because I've been so busy, Uh, The last quarter of the year, work was very, very busy and I had stuff going on with family as well. So I had a load of bulbs that I wanted to put into pots so that my lovely courtyard garden would be full of colour in the spring. None of it, absolutely none of it, (laughs) because I haven't been able to put them out there. I think it's a bit too late to plant bulbs now, isn't it? So uh, never mind, I shall just have to put some... uh, uh, winter pansies in there, or some cyclamen to just put it, brighten it up a bit. When it stops raining and when it's not freezing cold, <laughs> oh, dear me, I know it's the winter. I know it's the winter, and I know that's what happens in winter. But heavens above, uh, I don't know. Well, actually, the heavens are below at the moment, aren't they? With the amount of water we've had—not over the last few days, obviously—but uh, I think we've had the eighth wettest December on record. That's how bad it's been. So I heard that the other day on the radio. So. I can't deny or confirm that. It's just what I heard. So my second favourite orchestra, the Royal Liverpool Phil, are going to play a lovely restful piece of music because we are getting towards the last few minutes of the show, 20 minutes of the show. And this this piece of music often makes an appearance about this time. Libor Pesach is going to uh, conduct the Royal Liverpool Phil with Foray's Pavan. beautiful that piece of music isn't it everybody knows it but it's it's still worth playing isn't it you can't get bored with it and it always reminds me back in the 70s of course I'm I'm not that old my mum told me about this obviously Do you remember the flake adverts and I when I think of that piece of music there was um there was one of the Cadbury flake adverts with a, a, a young woman sitting doing an all paper no sorry a watercolor painting and it starts raining and, of course, it's a watercolor painting, so things run. But there's that wonderful piece of music, and I thought it was that. And I went to have a look at it, and this is some many, t- many years ago now. And I could have sworn it was uh, Forest Pavan, but it wasn't. It was something else. But it didn't half sound like it. <laughs> but, I mean, I have to say, you know, a bit, like I said earlier on the show, um, classical music often used in, in TV adverts, isn't it? Mainly because they don't have to pay any royalties, because if, you, if you've been dead for 200 years, no one's going to pay you anything. But you do get that... Um, you do get that wonderful opportunity to hear classical music even when you don't know you're listening to it. Here's an interesting piece of music. Boss Not Here, as I said before, so I can squeeze it in. It's sort of a Christmas tune, but it isn't. It's um, it's from that very strange film, Merry Christmas, Mr Lawrence. And of course, this is the, 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 the music from that, the theme tune from that. I don't know if you ever saw it. I remember going uh, with my then boyfriend a million years ago to watch it because he was a big David Bowie fan. And it was just the strangest film and the only English words that were said in it, no subtitles or anything, were Merry Christmas to Mr Lawrence, too, and he was it was a, um, a Japanese um prisoner of war officer addressing David Bowie, who was buried up to his neck because that's what they did. They did they weren't very they had some interesting ways of torturing people in the Second World War, didn't they? So and that's what it was. And it was the strangest film. Anyway, it doesn't detract from the music. <laughs> and it's a piano piece, isn't it? So, well, the music generally is is whatever it is, but this has been arranged for piano, and Lang Lang, wonderful exponent of the piano, is going to play this interesting piece of music for us. Trying to hold on, I'm waiting. He's gone now. That was it. So I was still waiting there because you could hear that last big chord on the left hand there. You could still hear it resonating under that little tinkle at the end, and you could still hear it until he took his foot off the sustain pedal. <laughs> Amazing! I don't know if you managed to, ha- to catch that at home, but because I had my headphones on in the studio, I could hear it really very, very well. It's just it was quite bizarre. That was all. So down to our last two pieces in the show this evening and of course it has to be uh, Bach and Beethoven but in which order that's the question because they are our final two um, Holy Trinity members who have yet to play. Not often we get Bach and Beethoven together at the end of the show but here we are. So Bach first and this is the final movement from St Matthew's Passion. I love this piece of music The Academy of Ancient Music are going to play it for us and the Choir of King's College, Cambridge doing the vocals. Absolutely gorgeous. Sit back, enjoy. Wonderful. So Stephen Clearbury was conducting the Academy of Ancient Music there and the wonderful singers, the Choir of King's College, Cambridge. Something else I haven't sung and I wouldn't mind singing. (laughs) So that brings me now to my last piece of music on the show tonight. And what can I say other than... Thank you so much for your company. It's been delightful. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I shall be back here next Thursday, as always, for for more Happy Classics. In the meantime, what can I say other than please, please, please stay warm, stay dry, get a hot water bottle, get an electric blanket, do whatever. But please do whatever else you do next week or whatever it is on Thursday you're doing. Please join me, as I say, 8 o'clock for more Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio playing us out. Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, but you're not going to see too much of a moon tonight. It is a new moon, so it's all a bit dark out there. But uh, I'll see you anyway next week. Take care. Good night.